0: What's up, Star Mindsets? This is another dope episode. Uh, today, I'm talking to the founder of Clicks App. Her name is Alex Vandervoel. I um, hope I said that right. And, you know, she uh, is, I'm, I'm, I'm reading so many cool things about her. Like, she went to Harvard, um, is a John Harvard scholar, as well as, uh, you know, she also went to, I think, the University of Oxford and did a lot of work in neuropsychiatry um, and, you know, and I was looking at the Clicks app, I was just pretty impressed with someone who's trying to solve this problem of, you know, having serendipity come back into our lives and also uh, just maybe form meeting more, more meaningful connections with your friends. And, you know, that's, that's kind of my understanding so far. But Alex, uh, super excited to have you here and thank you for making the time today.
1: Yeah, Dan, for sure. Thank you so much for having me. Really looking forward to it.
0: Gotcha. Are you in uh, the UK or...
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually currently in UK uh visiting exhibition for the week, but I am based in Miami right now.
0: Based in Miami. Wow. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, latest move.
0: So so does the company have an office over there or are you guys working yeah, out of your do. houses? Or?
1: Yeah, we work out of a, like a we working space, co-work space.
0: That's so cool. I guess can you tell us a little bit about clicks uh just like at a huh. glance?
1: For sure. So I started Clicks about a year ago, um, and I remember sitting at my door and being like, where are my friends? Um, And I thought it was crazy that I can order an Uber in 10 minutes, a burger in 10 minutes, but to actually find someone to play tennis with me or go spinning or go study takes a ton of machine gun texting and working out who's around. Yeah, yeah, tell me that. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I thought it was crazy that technology hadn't caught up and solved this problem of who wants to do what I want to do when I want to do it. Um, and basically we're building our app to try and make it as easy to go out and do something as it currently is to watch other people's plans on like the other social medias of this world these days
0: I hear you yeah like uh, I find myself to get pretty bored off or not too often but like I've grown up as an only child and like I since college like uh, all my friends like moved out of the area or I moved out of their area so um with with your app like how does how does it exactly go like say I'm a user and I you know want to go play basketball or go swimming like what what's the next step from there
1: Yeah so it depends whether your goal is to use it with your own friends or to find new people through a community um but Generally, what you do is you onboard, um, we give you suggested activities based on your location and your preferences. And then if you swipe right, you can choose which of your friends to send them to. So it's, we use a gamified system. So it's like Tinder, but instead of swiping on other people, you swipe on things you could be doing with your friends. And if you have something specific in mind, you just make an event. Um, and That's then just pretty cool. <laughs> You choose who to send it to. And then all of your friends will get a blast being like, damn, want to play basketball. Who's free? And if they swipe right then you're put in a chat and you can like coordinate work out. We'll tell you with schedules who is free at the same time as you. Um, and so, yeah, it's basically like that.
0: Yeah, no, that's so amazing. I mean, I think like, how, how did you get the idea for this? Or when did you feel like this idea was like a something that, that kind of could go further than just like a regular text chat, like group chat, group chat, text chat.
1: Yeah. So I loved, I, I spent way too much time scrolling through social media for my own liking. Um, and I ended up highly frustrated that I would have spent two hours watching all the other fun things that my friends were doing rather than spending those two hours to do something <laughs> myself. And I was like, why am I not doing stuff myself? And, and then I realized it's because, you know, I don't know who's around. I don't know who wants to do what I do. Um, and so I was like, this needs to be fixed. And then the the whole swiping left and right was very much a, on dating apps, I find that a super fun process, but I don't actually want to date anybody from them. Um, So I was like, wow, if only I could swipe on like a prefix menu of what my friends want to do, that would really be ideal for me.
0: So so. Once you got this idea, did you? How did you test it out? Did you like find friends at Harvard or Miami or yeah, random exactly. people on the street? How did that
1: go? I'm <laughs> um, precisely so. When I had the idea, I basically started first with a bunch of market research. So that is like friends from Harvard, friends from other universities in both the UK and the US, working out you know what are their pain points when it comes to scheduling. Uh, ironically, a huge one was group chats. People like group chats are not designed for planning. Like people mute them, the thread disappears. I don't know who's actually coming. Um, And then after a couple months of that, um, we build a prototype, um, test it with a bunch of users at different universities, you know, Harvard, Yale, amongst others, Um, basically my friendship group extended. Um, And then we built our beta and launched last summer with a bunch of ambassadors um, in London. And they gave us super helpful feedback, you know, working out which features were helpful to them, which features weren't helpful to them. um, And then we went from there.
0: What's, uh, what's your background? I'm just curious. I know you went to Harvard, but did you like uh, study, um, uh, you know, like a, tech, like a STEM major? Or like what was your...
1: Yeah, I was neuro and I dabbled in computational neuro um, with a minor in government. Uh, so wow. it's like fully CS at all. But the neuro element for me is super interesting in terms of the psychology of like helping yeah. people connect with people who are similar or like-minded. Um, and that's very much something we're trying to work in to help you find you know the right person at the right time.
0: When when you had this idea originally, did you uh, find yourself like thinking, do I need to learn how to code, or did you code it yourself and like make designs yeah, yourself?
1: Really good questions so we can get asked often, actually. I realized I was never going to be able to code as well as the awesome experts I could hire. Um, so rather I took what I like to think the easier route and I started <laughs> fundraising to uh, find people who are a lot smarter than I am. Um, lucky I did. Um, so I, for, for, yeah, for a day, I was like, is this thing I should build myself? And then I realized it's going to take too long. I need this now. <laughs> um, so I started fundraising in the UK um, and then I hired an awesome development agency um, who kicked off our work with us, you know, building the prototypes, the beta, and then eventually, when we were in a place where we were getting really good user feedback, uh, we knew we had to move super fast. So we moved all our engineering in house. Um, I'm very grateful for our awesome team today.
0: Nice. No, that's that's amazing. I think like so many people think like they need to take four years of computer science and be able to make an app like this or make a product, but it's not not really the case anymore. Um, well, well, I guess you know since you had a, uh you got you got to that point. Um, did you? Did you like already know how? Did you already know how to do like fundraising and, and do all this stuff? Did you like learn about it in class or to peers? Like how did you kind of understand that whole business aspect? That, of, like,
1: like I must admit was very much like a lucky dip. I'm lucky enough that one of my mentors, also one of my closest friends, um, actually Ed Beckel, the founder of Glorify, which is a Christian app, oh, um, okay. helped me so much early on. You know, showed me the ropes. Um, it's one of those things that you kind of just keep looking one meter ahead, working out what the next step is. And eventually if you do that long enough, you get somewhere. Um, So I didn't study it in school more so as I found people who'd done it before me asked. um, And then a lot of it was ironically serendipity. Actually my, my first investor I met outside a coffee shop uh, in London when uh, I was on crutches. So he offered me a chair and asked what I was doing. Um, It was a mixture of luck uh, and mentorship.
0: That's so funny. Um, Alex, I guess like something we like to learn about people on the podcast is, what gives them this internal drive to, you know, go the extra step or extra mile? You know, like uh, I, I, w- I don't want to say like a general statement, like somebody meets somebody interesting at a coffee shop and serendipitously like, they happen to be an angel investor or something. Um, you know, what made you really like push the envelope in terms of, oh, you know, I think you'd want to invest in something I made or um, perhaps when it's trying to get users and uh, you're talking to someone who is just hearing about your product for the first time, like what made you want to say, oh, I think you should check this out. I think you'd benefit from it. Like, where do you think you get that from?
1: That's a really good question. I think something I say often is that as long as I know, as long as I'm confident in the problem I'm solving, that very much gives me our confidence. You know, even when there are features we push that aren't quite right, I always go back to, I'm so sure of the issue I'm trying to solve, both on like a mission front in that, I've seen firsthand the detrimental impacts that like traditional social medias can have on people's mental health. You know, it's very isolating. One assumes that one's friends are up to more fun than you are. Um, And knowing with such certainty that there is a solution to be built that makes scheduling as easy as ordering Uber kind of gave (laughs) me that like certainty that if someone can do it, I'm going to make it happen. Uh, (laughs) I know it's going to happen eventually. So it was like, being part of the generation, I think that's in that kind of wave against social media was very helpful for me because it means I've seen like firsthand the issues with it, but also firsthand the extreme benefits and kind of finding interim uh, gave me a lot of confidence.
0: I hear you. where what, uh, what is the company like nowadays just uh, in terms of how people are interacting with it or how you guys see what you guys have so far, like in terms of um, traction and uh, uh, just... Um, impact on people's lives and things like that?
1: Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, it actually remind me of a super nice call I got off yesterday with, with one of our users. We do a bunch of user interviews. Um, she was like, yeah, I just moved to Miami and this app has really changed my life. I had some very tough circumstances before. Oh,
0: gosh. You know,
1: my social media, I'm like, this is my future. Um, and actually back to your, your previous questions, like motivation like that, that's very, very helpful when you get to the next stage of actually hearing users whose lives you impact. It's like even when it's just one of them, it's like you, for the rest of the week, you're like, oh, my God, I'm so excited. <laughs> uh, but I would say right now we launched in Miami uh, with the official social calendar of Miami Tech Month back in April, which was super exciting. That's what brought us out to the U.S., um, and then in the first six days, we had about 6,000 event swipes, which was the most ever we'd had up till now. So we realized Miami is just such a happening place. Like they're very much pushing forward in tech. They're very much pushing forward in wellness. Um, and so we decided to base our operations and our user acquisition out of there to really help build like two of the key communities in Miami, one being wellness, um, and one being tech. So right now, that is <laughs> yeah. our focus. Um, obviously um, that is our focus. And that I think is where we're delivering the most value to users right now, helping people who semi know each other in those communities connect to do the things they want to do at the same time, be it a runner who attends brick or run club, finding someone else who wants to run 10 K on Saturday or a girl who's new to the city and wants to meet other girls.
0: That's, that's really interesting. I, I mean um, I guess like my kind of vantage point was, you know, I, if I had uh, wanted to hang, hang out with a friend or you know i met somebody but i don't know what they exactly like to do or like um and then my my, my thinking would be like oh yeah i would have to bother them and see like when they're free right like or like exactly think it's- i'm cool too like you know what i mean so you kind of break so- social barriers somehow with uh, the stuff you're working on
1: a hundred percent that for me that's like one of the very keys the initiation piece uh in many aspects of my life i struggle with initiation whether it's out of due to <laughs> lack of uh, required effort um or like that question you know does this person want to do that with me i saw them last week do they want to see me this week did they enjoy that run yeah um, so making it as easy as a swipe you know if you swipe on this and i swipe on this you don't know if you didn't swipe on it and i don't know if you didn't swipe on it so there's kind of no pressure I see. yeah Um, really driving and pushing into that like swipe mechanic of if if you want to do it and i want to do it great we know and if we don't we don't but Without that, there'd be no way to know that both of us wanted to repeat the lunch we had last week. Can,
0: can I ask you, a qu- I guess this is m- not necessarily like uh, tied to business or anything, but I guess like people, right? Like um, I've always, you know, I've had situations where I hung out with somebody, um, but, you know, you, you know, it's like, okay, we, we went to the beach and we played soccer one time. We never did it again, right? So that's kind of what you guys, if so hypothetically, if I were – to be a user, right. This existed where I live. Uh, these people happen to be on the app too. And then uh, we would all swipe right or left. And, and from there, it's, it's kind of like uh, we have a, I, I think like tech, tech doesn't get in the way of uh, what, you know, like trying to get another thing going because there's like a social anxiety or stigma of replying to somebody and not wanting to do something. Cause
1: 100%. You know, when you call
0: somebody, I think like they, they, it's more likely that they'll want to hang out with you. But like with, when you directly text them, like hundreds of things are going on. So, what do you 100%. say about that?
1: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think on so many fronts, one of the most interesting first pieces of feedback from our early users were uh, I was like, you know, doing my usual calls. Why do you like use clicks? What can we improve? Um, and so many of them fascinatingly said, I love that I don't get rejection messages anymore. Of course, if you message yeah. five people <laughs> or asking who can come to lunch, you are probably going to get four or five no's just because people are busy. Um, so taking that element out of it, I think people really like the second point that makes me think that it's like very helpful is there's only so many people you can text, you know, you're not going to texting four or five people. That's a big hassle just to go to the gym or go for a run. Uh, or anything non-sporty too. Whereas if you're going to send it to your group on clicks, you know, your friends, that random person you met in the park, you want to play football with, (laughs) all of them saying out of my network, who's around to do this right now. Um, The probability that you're going to find someone is really much higher than if you text the two people that come to mind.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I had a, I have a question here. Like, so how does clicks, I guess, make revenue or, you know, is yeah, it ads or true. just,
1: yeah. So ads is the primary uh, mannerism in that we, one of our goals is to suggest to our users, the things that they're most likely to want to do. So if we know someone has a sporty profile and they come on their board looking something to do, we could show them per se a soul cycle class. Um. Hmm. and it's really ad revenue because then you want to be that soul cycle class that's suggested
0: gotcha is it uh is it free for users or is it like yeah, free for you te- and you guys are out of a beta testing phase yeah
1: i, w- I would say an early phase you're always still kind of in beta um yeah. but before, <laughs> our nature is a social app it's hard to stay in beta for a long time because it just kind of expands um beyond the beta so we are out of beta
0: gotcha that's that's awesome One more thing that I'd like to hear about is uh, do you think that, uh, you know, everybody says tech kind of has ruined dating, right. Or like ruined just our social, it's played, it's played a significant role in a lot of people's social lives for sure. Just like not even Instagram or Snapchat, um, but like the sense of texting as well. Do you think like clicks kind of solves that problem despite being a tech app? Um, Because you've, how did you guys kind of how do you yeah how do you guys do that through technology but not at the same time let technology get in the way of people being friends with you You know what I mean
1: yeah that's a really good question um so I think I kind of go back to one of our, our early slogans that we tried out which was stop scrolling start living and that right now what definitely gets in the way of socializing is the fact that it is so easy to just pick up something yeah. and suggest it whether it's TikTok or Instagram it's way more easier than thinking what could I do if I go out? Who do I want to invite? Where do I go? Um, so, our goal is to really help make that friction and getting to that in real life moment much lower so that people, you know, surpass that barrier and go out and do more stuff. Um, so, I think the way that one can actually make sure technology supports like human contact rather than detracts from it is by reducing the frictions that would detract from human needs. Um, and that's why we try and make the process as frictionless as possible and take out. All the steps that would normally make you not want to do something.
0: What What do you think is the friction?
1: I think obviously it depends on the personality type. For some people, like you mentioned, the friction is initiation. You know, does someone want to go with me? Should I reach out? Should I not reach out? Will I get rejected? But on the other hand, for many people, for myself included, it's very much ideation. And that I don't always know what I want to do. Sure, I want to go out and do something, but I don't know who's around, um, and then I'm kind of a bit lazy to find out. Um, so. Coming in, having like a menu of what your friends want to do, just by seeing the activities that they've swiped yes on, removes that I don't know what the options are, or I don't know who I could go with, if that makes sense. How
0: do you? How do you? So one thing I'm wondering is like, if uh, how do how do some how do you get a friend group to join this? Just since uh I don't know, it's, it's, it seems like that'd be tricky. Like, do you get? yeah how how does one friend tell all their other friends or how does that go
1: so currently um our go-to-market early on was very focused around colleges and therefore if you launch at one campus it's very Mm -hmm. easy to create enough noise to get all the people's friends on um which was really exciting to see um now throughout the summer obviously while students are away we very much focus on communities for example wellness or tech in miami and from then uh we find there's very much like a dribble on effect in that users will like tell their friend oh you should join this tell their other friend oh you should join this so the use at the beginning starts with them just wanting to discover events that they may share off app, a bit like tiktok in the early days you would send links to your friends um and then when their friends send them enough suggestions you know you might see a soul cycle class and think of someone and send them a link um then then that kind of grows if that makes sense
0: no, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think Facebook kind of did that same thing in a sense.
1: Yeah, but. <laughs> 100%. And I feel as there's, there's, we've seen, there's always an organizer in the group, you know, that kind of friend who's like, guys, I want to use clicks. It's easier. Um, so it's really a matter of finding those organizers who are the people who make the plans anyway. So they want an easier place to do that.
0: Yeah, I hear you. Uh, my next question is like, I guess just <clears throat> prior, I guess maybe we we were too young to to kind of recall, but uh, prior to um, mass media or mass tech mass social media mass technology uh people they just called each other right or like before there was even the option to to text somebody that's that's kind of how friends were made and how socializing happened um do you think that uh that's changed because i feel like in my my kind of circle like people are less social or like i guess the pandemic did do that right where you can't go anywhere or you know you know, hang our habits where we can't hang out with our friends, but um, I I, I think I'm just asking, like, do you think that uh, people want to be so like, I don't don't know. It's kind of, kind of just random, but like, do you think people want to be social? And do you think like they intrinsically, they just get in their own way because they think they can get shut down because Mm -hmm. of technology or like, What's, what's yeah, really preventing pretty- people from having like a great social life in terms of this?
1: Yeah, that's a really good question. I think in terms of the calling, I definitely agree. Fewer people call. I've been trying to make it more of an effort to sporadically call my friends. Um, but regarding the rest, I think technology has really helped us make our time efficient in some fronts. You know, We can pack things in. We can do calls over Zoom, which means, in my opinion, people are busier than they were before, even if that is busy scrolling which generally makes it harder to make plans. Um, So I think the main barrier to people being social is that now there's such an easy equivalent, which is, you know, staying in, watching Netflix or going on TikTok or going on Instagram, that the barrier to actually make a plan, plus the fact that people are busier, so you're less likely to have a convenient time is higher, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, I think that does make a lot of sense. Um, And then mm -hmm.
1: if at the same time you're seeing everyone do so many things, that can also slightly demotivate you because like, wow, they're doing stuff. Why am I not doing stuff? Why am I not with them? Um, so I think it's a whole combination of factors.
0: Gotcha. Uh, yeah, no, I I, I agree. Uh, one, one more thing or another thing that popped into mind is like, what do you uh, kind of envision yourself and clicks uh, doing for the world in terms of like a long-term view or like a long-term um, yeah. uh, want, want to achieve type of thing? Yeah.
1: So my sole aim is to make it as easy to find the right person to do what you want to do as it is to order an Uber. So if you can say, you know, I want to go running or I want to get out of the house and within one minute be like, great. My friend happens to be nearby and wants to go too, or this person who has very similar interests and wants to run too, uh, can make it. That is my goal. I want it to be super easy for people to go out and live their lives and make great memories. Um, and basically offload that whole, scheduling an ideation process into one app where we understand their preferences and give them options that fit them based on a preference or scheduling or person perspective.
0: I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's amazing. I think that's, that's definitely a problem within, I guess, my generation and I think everyone experiences that, right? Just since it's impossible to, to, you know, have a good, yeah. It's just, it's a really hard thing to explain, but you know, I think you, you get to the, the crux of it in a, in a lot of ways. Okay. So, I guess like my like a couple, couple more things here. What's, what's kind of like been the, the, the doubts that you've, you've had like with the comp, like with this whole, whole thing you're working on? Um, cause, uh, maybe, maybe someone's like pessimistic, right? And they say like, uh, this, this is, um, not, not something that, I need, but or they they just doubt it. Like, what do you what do you have to say like to people who are doubting or not so That's sure? A
1: great question: well, One thing I've learned in life, there'll always be doubters. Um, I think to answer your question, what do I say or think when people doubt? That never really gets me down because I've seen like such an overwhelming body of evidence, both from my own life, from people telling me, and through market research, that it is difficult for them to make plans. Um. That I'm always super confident in. I think there are very few people who don't think that's a problem when it comes more to the doubters of, you know, can you do it? I guess that is probably more of an obvious doubt because people do agree the problem needs to be solved. Uh, My attitude has always very much been, you know, someone's going to eventually, why not me? Um, As long as you work hard enough, many things should be possible. Um, But I'd say the hardest part of a startup is not necessarily the doubt of other people, but sometimes... All startups have ups and downs in that thats nature. You know, you'll be at huge highs and huge lows. Very early mm-hmm. on, someone once described startup life to me as a roller coaster. And I didn't really understand until obviously I was on the roller coaster. Um, and I think that is far more of a challenge that one has to bear in mind than doubters. Um, because I've always been lucky enough that I kind of just ignore them. And uh, sometimes my parents will attest I'm not really listening. <laughs> I hear you.
0: <laughs> so, so is Clicks just in Miami or in like Yale yeah. or Harvard? Or yeah, So
1: We launched at Harvard, and now obviously all the students have left for the summer vacation, so we'll be back there in September. Um, but in the meantime, our focus city is in Miami.
0: So if I were to just happen to be like float, float I was just, I'm just in Miami for random reason, and then like I download clicks, like could I really make friends? Like you think? One hundred percent.
1: Come to Miami, download clicks, you could find a whole bunch of activities that people want to do be it from tech to wellness to food to catch-ups to business you could join communities with hosts of people interested in things you know you could join miami tech insiders or wellness miami or miami nightlife and find people you know who are going out that night who you might want to join you can you know learn about their preferences see a bit about their profile and then swipe right
0: that's super interesting um yeah no it's 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 really cool i think I think the whole concept of serendipity, which, which people don't, I guess, value as much as they, they do. Just, I think like, so our, our social lives are really like at an interesting point in history, just because um, I think there's like this, I think, I guess like I'm a male, right. So like there there's like this uh, not fear, but like I'd call it like um, uncertainty of whether you should ask a girl to do something or, yeah like a lot of social i guess this is probably always existed in history but probably not as not as uh prevalent or as noticeable as nowadays nowadays like um uh what what do you think about the whole concept of serendipity and just random fun and you know chance and luck and all that stuff
1: i couldn't be a bigger believer in luck obviously that is as uh Terrifying as it is hopeful. Um, You're right. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get it. But I think one of my main goals with clicks is to try and make, you know, try and increase serendipity, and in that we all love that moment when we bump into our friend outside our front door and they happen to also be wanting to go study or go to the park or anything. Um, and there's so many of those moments that we don't catch. You know, so many times I'm sure I was sitting here wondering whether I should go to yoga and my friend two kilometers away was wondering the same thing. And I think a beautiful thing would be if technology could really help capture those moments of serendipity. So you just augment them.
0: I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. No, one more thing here, Uh, uh, Alex is like, I guess like Facebook groups would be kind of, would that be the competitor to clicks or like maybe just like, I don't know, like uh, a somewhat comparison.
1: Yeah. I would say that is a somewhat similar comparison. Um, One great mentor once said to me that a great business model was always to build platforms for communities that were being built on platforms that didn't weren't designed to serve them. And I think in a Facebook group, you know, that's not deserved to s- serve planning. If someone posts who wants to get drinks, a bunch of people will comment. Someone might miss the thread. It might be in the rest of your feed. You'll then have to make a WhatsApp group with the people who actually want to go to drinks. Like there's a whole flow. Um, you don't know where you're going, which we give suggestions. So I think designing a platform for that specific experience of, A group of people wanting to organize plans together um, is very different to piggybacking on a platform that's designed more for sharing images or like
0: updates. Uh I guess like with clicks for strangers or just first time users of clicks or um, in in general, like uh, uh, how how does that process go? Like so, so somebody, if I were visit, like I join a group and then like um,
1: yeah, somebody. So when you join, you can either invite your friends, you know, you can invite five friends, be like, okay, guys, I want to match with you on plans. Or you can see our discoverable communities in that city as the ones I mentioned, you know, wellness, nightlife, sport, uh, British society, or Um, and and then you join and then you see the plans that those people are going to and you just join. So if you don't have any friends on the platform yet, you can discover open communities. Are
0: are these people in the open communities like super receptive of, New people join a community? Yeah, like, is that all they are. Kids? I think
1: the thing, I'm very much a believer that community is the future and that I think what we've seen so much is that, and it sounds cheesy, but it's true, common interest binds people together so much and that I realized, you know, I'm a runner and if I want to hang out with any other girl, if they're a runner, I'm immediately going to be super welcoming and think they're super cool. I hear um, yeah. And so I think <laughs> if you join a community, for example, like, I don't know, Miami Pop or Miami R&B, anything, People are already give you a lot of credit by the fact, wow, this guy must be like us because he's joined this community, so must have these interests. You know, if you join Miami Tech, we know you're in the tech crew. Or if you join Miami NFTs, you're not know, a specific type of person, which m- makes people more receptive because who doesn't want to meet people more like them who share the same interests?
0: Oh, that's so interesting. Um, yeah, I'd really like to see where, where you guys take the, the, the startup. It, it seems fun. Um, I so, so I guess we have like the last couple questions here we typically ask first one is if you were to, I guess, give yourself a superpower in terms of like, I don't know, like, like in terms of running this company, like, what would that be like in, in terms of like, maybe it's a personality trait or like maybe it's a skill uh, or something along those lines, what would you give yourself?
1: A really good question. Um I think the first thing that comes to mind is I would love to know what every single one of my users was thinking at any point in time using the app. Um, But a a much better answer is that I would love to know at any single point in time, how any of my clicks family employees are feeling. And that I very much believe that culture is at the heart of every company success, especially when you're trying to transform social. Like if you don't start with a good culture and like, like internal love, you're never going to be able to build something that projects that. And so my, my key fear is you know, if, what if someone's unhappy and I don't know, um, oh. and see, I always try and build a very open, discursive culture where we know, you know, people disagree or they're not happy about something they say. Um, but if I can have one superpower, it would most certainly be to know, you know, is everyone at Kicks happy? What, what, what would they want to approve? What would they want to change?
0: Nice. The next question here is uh, if you could give advice to your 20 year old self, um, what would you say? Even though that might've been two years ago or one year ago. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: um I would probably say um what would I say I would probably say care less about what people think uh and that before I started this and before I had my own mission driving me you know I was kind of like a typical college student. you really value the opinion of those around you um and while I do still highly value the opinion of people who I value around me I'm very much aware that in, in life you have to chart your own path and I think having a mission that I feel I'm doing for other people um, and like a greater problem very much helps me not concentrate on my own insecurities or my own fears or, you know, what is he or she thinking, right. um, but rather what I'm trying to build. And so caring, less what other people think.
0: I hear mm-hmm. you. The, the last one here, or yeah, the last one is, uh, if you could articulate your own startup mindset, how would you phrase that? Or how would you put it in the words?
1: Interesting question. I would say my startup mindset is that as long as you're solving a problem, you're set, and it's going to be fine.
0: Nice, wow, that's so awesome. Um, well, that, that kind of does it for the interview portion of the podcast today, um, Alex. If people want to, you know, connect with you or become a Clicks fan user, what's the best way to do that?
1: Either uh, email me at alexleeksatclicksapp. Uh, or, uh, Instagram DM me at alix vdv
0: That's so awesome. Well, a- Al- is it alix not Alex? Yeah. It's alix. yeah <laughs> oh, no,
1: one, no, no one ever knows how to say my okay,
0: name. I'm- okay, okay, okay. Well, Alex, Alex. Sorry. Yeah, I got it now. Thanks so much for being on this podcast. It's been a real pleasure. And uh, glad that somebody's you know, trying to solve this uh, thing in the world.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much, for listening. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.